Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. Excited to have you along for the ride tonight. This is going to be a fun one. Lots of stuff to get to. Uh, taking all kinds of notes here as we got everything up and going. And, yeah, I know. I know it's back now. Um, we're going to be catching up with Nick King here in a few minutes to talk a little bit about his busy weekend. Um, nice, nice of Nick to do this. One-stop shopping because we get a winner for mayhem. We get we get an update on points. We get information about a bunch of derbies in Ohio. Uh, Smash it got up and running over the course of the weekend. We've got um, a bunch of different things that that, that we're going to hit on here on episode number three fourteen. Back in the studio once again, trying to creep little bit by little bit closer to normal um, we'll get into spinning wheel schedule that's out today as well tiger information that's out i guess it's not too early to just be thinking about the fall right no definitely you know, not. it's funny to think about about six weeks ago we had uh freeze uh frost warnings yeah and, and today six we inches have from the sun hot today yeah today it's hotter than hell <laughs> hot it's not real good fat guy weather i'm not a fan <laughs> of this i uh Went back to school today. You did. How was it? It was it was cool. Uh, we this is the first time we had a chance to meet the kids, and the way that they did the summer school stuff is the kids that were moving up and are going to be in our room in the fall are mm-hmm. with us for summer school. Cool. So we can kind of get some of our systems in place and stuff. Great group of kids, and and their parents have been taking stuff seriously because they didn't fight us on hardly anything with Good. with wearing the masks and stuff. Um, we. And, uh, uh, my wife started with summer school as well today, so it was nice. Uh, she was able to get out of the house for a few hours, um, you know, because we live in the middle of nowhere, which <laughs> makes a lot of sense on the highest point in Seneca County, but we can't get internet, so go figure. Um, I love it when you qualify that as the highest point in Seneca County. Yeah. Because it's not. It's the second highest. It's the highest naturally occurring spot. I think it technically and, it's still higher than the dump. Cause oh, it, is it? Yeah, because the dump settles so much every year. <laughs> through um you know stuff burning and just natural compression and but it's yeah it's it's right there um so she was able to get out of the house so that was good for her um you know she's uh, hasn't been working since march when it hit so um she's kind of had to do all the homeschooling with the boys which you know it's hard to believe that my sons could drive somebody insane <laughs> but they've been working on their mother doing that right. um but uh no it was you know things seem things seem to be getting back to normal um uh, I'm gonna. I went and got a Smith Metalworks bumper. I'm gonna try that out on the front of a caddy. Nice. See if I can. Uh, nice. Gonna load it up a little bit. See if I can bend it. Um, <laughs> went and got that from uh, from Jeremy Gully at the uh, at the uh, Hackett's graduation party for their oldest. And Jeremy, being the good friend that he is, you know, he's he's pretty. You know, I consider him a good friend. We get there, and Zach and I get there, and. Um, you know, we kind of felt a little odd pulling up, but it was all good. Um, took talked to George and, and his wife and Jody and everybody for a few minutes. And Jerry, being the good friend he is, he says, "Hey, I got something for you to try." And you know, Jeremy's uh, his, his career is in the hunting business, so I was like, "Sweet!" You know, God knows what kind of animal Jeremy might. So he comes out with his patty and he's like, "Here, try this." And I took a little bite, and I took a bigger bite, 
And when I say that it took the breath out of my lungs, I'm not exaggerating. Um, I, I did manage to chew it and swallow, but I'm pretty sure I had second-degree burns on the way down. Apparently, we had some uh, red stag sausage um, made, and it was hotter than the hubs. It w- if it was like a day, it would make today feel like the Arctic Circle. Right. Yeah, so J- Jeremy made fun of me a lot for that, um, but uh, I survived it. Um, but all in all, good, you know, pretty decent uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, you know, not really a weekend because with my schedule, but I was hoping to do a little work on the car tomorrow, but it's supposed to be 217 degrees, so I don't think I'm going to do much of that. So we'll see what, what happens. <laughs> the tires are no longer dry rotting on that. They're melting. Yeah, they've melted to the right. floor, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, the uh, Well, it is it is busy on all fronts. Holy cow. We got Nick King on the phone. Uh, we're going to get with him here in just a second, but I want to tell you about my morning going to school. Okay. So my I, I got an 05 Lincoln to replace my 2000 Lincoln, which replaced my caravan and all of which were wiped out by deer in 20 whatever year it was 2019 last year so um so i got this this 05 lincoln and i had it i I got it and i guess i'd like i'd say january so i had it on drove it regularly for about three months and then and ended up getting parked because there's nothing to do Mm -hmm. so i needed an oil change got that done off we go to school all ready to go and i'm going down 96 and i got about to the graphics shop and it still wasn't pushing any cold air still and i got to uh i got to the, the clover leaf now the commute to school is maybe 20 miles mm-hmm. i got to the clover leaf the throughway and it still wasn't pushing any cold air which quickly became second in line to the flashing uh service engine scene light <laughs> on the on the dash which which was 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 kind of whatever um and that's still that that still is the most important thing uh going on in terms of the operations of the engine but when I got to school, there's a little low spot, and it drug the whole rear end of the car. So on the way to school, in succession, it lost the AC. Uh, the number seven cylinder coil has gone bad, and it seems like the airbags are no longer inflating over the rear end. So that was, that was it was awesome. <laughs> oh goodness! Do you think maybe it's the automobile gods like turning on you because you've been a kind of a Mopar guy, and now you've went to Ford? I don't know. I does it does any of it? <laughs> and now the lights are stroking. Wonderful. I don't know what it is, but um, I've done coils before. Uh, however, I don't like the prospects of airbags. None. None Listen, you know what I would do? Jack it up. Your brother. Your brother used to be a fab guy. Mm-hmm. Jack it up and just have him weld steel from the top of the the rear end right to the um, humps, mm-hmm. and it'll, you'll get all the ground clearance you need. I know it. I know it. There's, there's uh, the silver 2000 that I had mm-hmm. had that done. The airbags were taken out of the back, and they're just a regular coil suspension was put in the back. And I found those kits, and and it looks like it's about 130 bucks for the kits, and it looks like about 600 bucks to install. So I think we're going to go that route, unless we find out that there's not the coil pack issue, and if driving at home from school has melted the catalytic converter down, I I couldn't believe it. I'm like what, what, what what's going on? But anyway, that is, was my fun for the. Is Melissa teaching summer school? Does she teach no, with summer school? No. I she gets her fill of school during the school year. I figured. I just she's, didn't know. I knew she's. She's doing a training in Georgia remotely. 
Well, I didn't. I figured as long as she's been in Geneva, she's probably up there in seniority, so she it would be her choice as to whether or not to do she it. She is didn't. the chairperson of the science department. You know, have you ever wondered how a woman that smart, you know, maybe ended up with? Uh, never mind. I guess we won't go there. What were you going to say? How did how they end up? With Nothing. Me? No, I mean you're Chris Marquardt. It's basically above all, it's these stunning good looks. <laughs> That's what. Let the record show that on your second date, I think, was with me, and she's still around. So she I know. is a great I'm, girl. I'm, she's uh, a I keeper. Was, I was surprised by that, too. Keeper for sure. Yes. Nick King's joining us. On, oh, happy birthday, Ian Doyle. Yep. Ian Doyle celebrating a birthday Did today. Did you see he's got another baby uh, on the way? Yes, he does. Yep. Um, we better show him a movie or something. They got to figure out what's making that happen. <laughs> I bet Tom Bell could tell him. Yeah, there's <laughs> books and stuff. Uh, Tom was back in the hospital for a few days. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and I haven't actually. We talked for out. a minute when he was there, but I haven't followed up with him anymore. I'm glad you said that. Better doing better. He uh, back out. And uh, Brian Leonard had a birthday. There was a, a a big big doings there. I saw Jeremy Gully shared it. I'm wondering if it's that same event that you were at there was a big bonfire in the background and it might have been Hackett's because I was there Friday night I think the act I, th- I think I was there for the pre-party the actual party was Saturday <laughs> I feel like any of their parties probably last multiple days anyway yeah it's good um but we got that and uh Leon Rumsey mm-hmm. had a birthday mm-hmm. and uh Josh Elman yep of the famous Elman clan in Dunkirk he turned mm-hmm. 21 and you got to know that you are in a derby culture when your dad is the one that takes you on your 21st birthday crawl that's cool. Yeah, that was all right. So we got the car. Um, we got to get to some of those things. We didn't hit. We'll, we'll come back to the state fair stuff. But first, let's catch up with Nick. Nick's waiting on the line. Nick, man, how are you? Good, good. How are you guys? We're good, doing man. Okay. So what what happened this weekend? All of a sudden, you were six different derbies and taking money home left and right. Uh, I started with Mayhem, what, a week ago or whatever it was, and... Uh, Went there and my buddy John, I, my fuel pump wire came off my, my battery. My buddy John pulled the win out for us there and uh, got home and, and we knew Preble County was coming up on that Friday. And my brother's been in South Dakota, so I really didn't have time to build anything fresh for myself because he wanted a derby. He was driving home on Thursday. So I built him that bug, uh, I think in two days, I think Wednesday and Thursday, he come picked it up Thursday. and. My strut was dead and some other stuff on my, my Camry, so I fixed that, uh, I think Thursday night maybe, and woke up Friday morning and went derby and got third there, and my buddy John won, so he, he won his first heat because there were three different heats of that little front-wheel drive street stock that we messed around with, and he won, and my brother got third in that little bug that I built for him, and then I got third in my heat, and so now we're at... 20 points for John in the point series, and I think I was at 16. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so there we we knew there was a Derby Saturday morning. So over in Connersville, Indiana. So we had a bright idea to leave Preble County at midnight and go to the garage and fix cars to go Derby at noon on Saturday. And then we had pretty good success there too. How did everything go in Connors? Uh, Connorsville. Uh, we we took first, second, and third in Connorsville in the limited weld compact class. We was in three street stock cars. There was uh four. It was forty six, I think, front wheel drive street stocks, and um, then there was I think six limited weld compacts. And 
God's honest truth, the only reason we went was for the points. That's, sure. I mean, that's the only reason. We didn't go for no money. We didn't go for anything like that. We just strictly went for points, and we made a decision when there was only six limited weld cars to to um, take our street stock cars out in the limited weld, and it paid off because we took first, second, third, and that. And I don't think we would have paid out that weld in the, the 46 car with street stock front wheel drive because them dudes were driving hard and they didn't like out of towners. So <laughs> I just I, I was following the story as it went on online, and it was mm-hmm. it was this this weird docu series like just. Maybe we're gonna go do this. I guess we're gonna go do this. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just loaded it up and and um, chasing the points. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more about Mark Elliott's point series here and, and and dive into some of the standings. And we got some highlights from Mark to to recap here once we get a little bit deeper into the show. But I mean, what's a weekend like that like? I mean, it, to 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 run the table like that to go run against the limited welds. I mean, we uh, I remember. Jake Sherman had a night like that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, had a week like that at uh, the Otsego County Fair. It's just everything you touch turns to gold. It was it was a long weekend. My I mean, it was Fourth of July weekend. My wife uh, she she didn't actually have to work, but she does an internship, so she was she was actually going to just go to work. So I had you know what I mean. You have to make sure it's all right with her, and then. I had my niece, my, my nephews with me on Friday. They went to the Derby with me Friday, so I got to make that decision going home. You know, like, they're 10 and 12 years old. Do they stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning with me, or do I just not worry about the Derby Saturday? And both of them said, no, we're Derby tomorrow. Let's go. So they was out there with me until 4 o'clock in the morning Saturday getting the cars ready, and then I think they woke up at 8 to go swimming while we went to the Derby. So it was long, draining, I don't think I did anything Sunday besides sit on my couch and not do nothing. I unloaded the car and that was it. But it was fun. It, it paid off and it was a good weekend. I would do it again this weekend if there was three derbies. So, <laughs> what's um, what's next for you at this point? Uh, well, I was going to go to I was going to come to um, Hardcore's show um, this Saturday, um, Todd. Todd Thope actually offered me a car, but I'm not sure my, my softball team plays in a big softball tournament, so I got my weekends are always booked. I, I, I may scoot over to Pennsylvania if we got enough guys and run Todd's car because it's another point show. But if not, it's uh, probably six or seven county fairs around here where, you know, it's a lot of point shows and then our county fairs coming up, and it's it's um it's a lot i know i know for sure on the 18th of july we're going back to portland indiana where mayhem was held mm-hmm. for a um for a stock show over there because it's a point show so we're going to go over there we're going to a lot of places we've never been before just just to follow the point series man that's a sentence that we always hear when we talk about sportsman <laughs> drivers isn't it yeah no, no doubt it, it's neat i mean you know it's neat that these guys have something to chase and there's definitely some some good money on the line so um Nick, man, how, how you know? Usually, we when we're talking with you, it's uh, lately it's been about you know, as in the inspector role. How how are you liking the the building and driving? I mean, uh, are you are you making the inspectors pull their hair out, or uh, you know, versing the tables no, a little bit, or no, what? Just, just from where I've learned to uh, from being an inspector, I have literally like even my buddies, I tell them, don't just just build strictly to the rules. I don't want to get there cut and. Like at Mayhem, I had some nine wire from my speaker deck to the floor, and Toby come up to me and said, you know, you're going to have to cut that. I said, buddy, I will cut it right now. I don't care. I, I just want my stick. It's 
everything strictly to the rules. I, I've learned from being an inspector, I don't want to be, you know what I mean, that guy anymore that that pushes gray areas or says there's gray areas because whenever I, you know, whenever I official it's, you know, I'm like, that's not a gray area. Don't say you can do it, so don't do it. So now whenever I'm building cars again, definitely these street stock cars, and I just I just go strictly, you know, I'll call the inspector, like, hey, can I do this? They say no. I say, okay, that's, that's cool, man. I, I'm not there to push any rules. Now, back before I inspected, I'd be cutting on cars for hours, but now that I now that I flag and and help inspect and all that, you know, the definitely for like Iron City, and then the years that I did it would smash it and stuff. It's uh, it's changed my perspective on building cars, and I just wish every derby driver would be an official once or twice and and, and inspect a hundred cars so they can see like, yeah, we're done pushing the rules. That would be interesting, <laughs> wouldn't it? If everybody stopped, yeah. stopped being that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I understand pushing the rules. You want to get the best built car that you can build, but man, when when you inspect hundred cars, it shows, and every single person's pushing a rule. Eventually, you're like, just stop, you know. And then now now that I build cars, and even when I help my little nephews build, you know, cars for out of town, they're wanting to do stuff. I'm like, guys, let's just. Let's just get by with, you know, what the rules say. And I don't want to get to this derby and have to cut for hours or, you know, make it look like we're trying to, you know, push the rules to the limit. Let's just build, you know, build it like we know how and we can drive our way down to the money. We don't need to, you know, plate and do anything like that. So I just threw that question out there in the, the, the live chat on Facebook at Brewster's tuning in. We've got Eric Remington in there. Um, All for him racing is, is tuning in. Uh, Chad Smith, they got multiple back-to-back derby weekends, and they got a few planned for the next few weeks. Uh, Pork Chop says that Nick used to have to cut a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm uh, I'm ready for some pork chop cooking and some of that special juice he brings to derby. <laughs> Smurf juice, right? <laughs> Smurf juice. <laughs> so I, I'm just listening to the the conversation. So is it is it that? And has inspection had a a knowing effect on you? Are you are you calmer now in terms of where you were as a builder too? I didn't hear you, Chris. Are you calmer now as an inspector and as a driver? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I got I got a I got a little heated uh, Friday night driving, and uh, and I apologize to Fatty and them guys afterwards, and. I lost my temper and it wasn't cool, but but um, I guess whenever, like, like I said, we we went to Preble County strictly for points, and I don't care that I, I only won two hundred bucks in first place was a thousand dollars. I the thousand dollars was not on my mind. It was the ten points, and I felt I was still in, and I was still hitting a live car. I mean, I don't know if you guys seen the video or not, but I got out and I lost my cool for a minute, and it was. The strictly thing on my mind was ten points, not the thousand dollars compared to the two hundred dollars. I'm, I didn't go there for that. I went there for strictly the the point series, and then I I felt that I got screwed out of four points instead of eight hundred dollars, and that's what that's what aggravated me. And I and I lost my cool for a minute, but I apologize to Fatty and and Tim and um, Billy and them guys for doing that. And, and I even texted Fatty the next morning and told him, you know, my fault for. Because I wouldn't want anyone to act like that at our shows. And it was just a heat of the moment type of thing. I was still running and driving. And and the guy that won it was not. 
and the guy that got second, I think he stalled too, and I was still moving, and I felt I was hitting the fourth-place car, and once they made the fourth-place car break his stick, I, I felt I still had a minute to go hit the other guys, and sure. as soon as they made him break his stick, I had to break mine, so that's what it aggravated me, but I got third, and a new day came on Saturday, and we went and went derby again. It was just, it was something that uh, that happened. But my um, my drive is still there as a driver. I want to win, and I want to. I, I don't like losing. It's third place is losing to me. Second place is losing. It's it's first or nothing whenever I go anywhere. So it's if I lose, I'm. I, if I lose, I lose. But if I felt that I I was still in and. That happened, but like I said, I apologized, and and another day came Saturday morning. We went to the garage after that and got the car ready again. Where's that drive come from? I mean, usually that's that's something that that comes from within. That's a fire. That's a passion that that comes from within. But just, it's cultivated from something too. I just, I guess, sports. Yeah. You know, half my life, and it took me. I bet I started Derby whenever I was 15, and I probably didn't get my first win until I was 22. So once you got that first one, it's, you know, that's all you want now is just the win. And uh, that's just how I've been since then. Since I've got my first win, it was, I got a lot of seconds and a lot of thirds. And back then it was, oh, sweet, I got second. Or, yeah, I got third, you know, and people's happy. Now whenever you get second or third, you drive to the pitch, and you're like, son of a, you know what I? You know I could have won that, and yep. you think about what you did and try to fix it for the next one. Yep. Um, if, if, if it was, if I could redo it again, I I would not pull forward and slam on my brakes and let the guy hit me in the back because I thought it was going to make him bust his radiator, and then he kind of spun me sideways, and that's what got me bind up. I'd have just stayed hitting him, you know, on this end, and but I try to do a little drive away and slam on my brakes, and it cost me what I feel is a win now, but. It was just a mistake that I made on myself, and I I won't do that again. You were going to say? No, I was just I was going to ask him. Um, uh, you know, he mentioned or we've mentioned that uh, networks for Iron City. Um, how are things looking for Keystone? Um, has has Pennsylvania opened up on their regulations as far as people and events and all that good stuff yet, or how's how's it going? What I've been told is everything is going good because Hardcore's having um, Hardcore's already had a show and they're having another one this this Saturday the 11th and then I believe they're having one on the 25th and it's all there in Pennsylvania so right. everything is good on our end so far um, I believe Todd has talked to a few of the the main city people about everything and um, we've got some emails that state everything's good I mean of course you know we got to go by the guidelines of six foot and you know, master, you know, optional. It's not mandatory that you have to wear them, but, you know, you can wear them if you want. But uh, we're just going to do just like every other show's doing, you know, when you park in the pitch, you got six foot and um, try to keep everybody separated. And as of now, everything's great. Entries are coming in. I think a lot of people was holding off to make sure that it wasn't canceled. But right now the, the super stock class that's paying 10 grand, uh, we're getting entries in good for that. I think the the compact class, I think there's only maybe eight entries left. The youth class is doing good. Um, Smith Metalworks is really, really pushing that, that youth class to be a big show for us, so we thank them a lot for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, Keystone's looking like it's going to be a, a great show for us. 
Let's be but, honest. Todd probably called the governor. Right. And talked to him. <laughs> right. I mean, that's it's yeah. Todd after all. Yeah, He's probably no, no, and Todd. He probably's got that guy on speed dial already. <laughs> you know, to make sure everything's good for us. The Keystone Nationals are set for September the 19th. Jefferson County Fairgrounds in Brookville, Pennsylvania. 10,000 to win Super Stocks. That is going to be full. It's it's going to it, it's going to be brimming with cars. Um, oh, yeah. Awesome set of rules. 1,500 to win Stock Compacts. There's only eight spots left there, as Nick just said. 700 to win Youth Class. The Youth Class, uh, that winner is also going to take a turnkey ready derby prepared demolition derby car in addition to their winnings so that's that's pretty cool yeah. pick gates at nine general admission at two derby at six all the division winners take home those championship belts as well we saw those down in florida so that's mm-hmm. a pretty cool add in iron city promotions ironcitypromos.com is where you can find out more um, about that if you want more info there so um we, we, we got off onto our, our Keystone Nationals kick. I just wanted to point out that, that Nick has all intentions tonight of, of getting registered for the Crash Course Nationals Virtual Demolition Derby. And, and, and Nick felt that he was wronged one time in a derby that I was in online. And, and it, was, it was just as he described that I'm a little nervous because I don't want to get yelled at by <laughs> Nick King. <laughs> See, like, like even that, even that, that stupid video game that it's got my blood pumping when you was on there that night, you know. But I don't like to lose, and I felt that night that I was getting, I was getting screwed out of something that I, I felt that we could win, and then we ended up winning it all at the end of the night. And it was just like, just my drive of winning. Even my buddies afterwards said, "Man, it, you know," I said, "I don't. It's yes, it is a video game, but it's a derby, and I want to win. I don't care <laughs> what it is. I want to win." How did you get into demolition derby to begin with? Uh, my dad derby, and uh, my dad passed away in 2012, and he was derby. And I mean, there's pictures of me in my diapers, uh, sitting under a car, you know, with jack stands, and him changing the rear end. I'm just sitting out there, me and my brother. You know, my sister never really got into it, but me and my brother's been into it our whole lives. I think I started welding my dad's cages in when I think maybe 11 or 12. So I just been at it. I mean, my whole life. Is it still fun? Yes. It's, I, I still have a blast. I, it's, I mean, it, I, I still shake before I even derby. Like, uh, yeah. me, and, me and another guy, um, I just met him last year. His name's Jeff Ogley Jr. I think I'm pronouncing that last name right. Really super cool guy from Indiana. He come over and ran treble with us, and uh, me and him was talking. And he said he still gets nervous, and he's been doing it for, you know, 10 years or whatever it is, 15 years. And I said, buddy, me too. You know, I still... I still get that nervous belly in me before I even go out there. I, I, I told my wife, I said, when that goes away, then I'm done. You know, if, when right. I quit getting nervous and quit, you know, getting antsy to do it, then it's, it's no fun no more. Is there a difference? Because you've been to Blizzard Bash. You were out there for one of the, um, one of the compact team shows. Is there a yeah. different type of nerves sitting in line waiting to pull onto the track at a county fair versus sitting in line and passing through the tunnel and pulling out onto the track in Topeka? Nah, not for me. I mean, it's all, it's all the same to me. I'm there to, I'm there to derby and drive, drive my tail off. I've derbied, like you said, Blizzard Bash. I've ran Bash for Cash Shicker cars. I ran Turn Back the Clock in, I think, 2010. I got fifth at Turn Back the Clock in 2010. Or something like that, nine or ten. So I mean, it's I, I've ran a lot of big, big shows like that, and it's always been the same belly tingling, you know, just like I'm pulling out there against street stock cars with nine cars on Saturday. Right. 
you know, it's the same exact feeling as if I put out on Blizzard Bash track or, you know, Bash or Cash or anything like that. Cool. How about you? You know, it's weird. I It comes and goes. Like, um, the last time I won Seneca County, I was nervous before the feature. I hadn't been that nervous in a long time. And then, uh, like, last year at uh, Mini Meltdown, I didn't feel nervous. And I went out there and had a shitty show. So I don't know if the nerves, <laughs> I, I don't know if the nerves, I don't know. I, foreshadowing, I don't know. Why were you but, nervous at Seneca County? Honestly, I don't know. I have no idea. I just, I'm over, like. <laughs> Nerve-wracking. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird. Like, well, it was the same way when, when we did Coos. When, you know, when I ran at Coos and we were doing the show, um, before I ran the heat, I was on the I was on the show for a little while talking, and it just it didn't feel right. And it's you know like when I'm at a derby, I'm not a you know I, I'm not the same. I'm not as outgoing. I don't feel like I just kind of want to be by myself and just you know I mean it's okay to hang out and talk to somebody, but I don't know. I just I went and I sat in my car for a long time at Waterloo and just you know I don't know if it was a pressure I was putting on myself because like my you know my kids hadn't seen me do real well there, um, you know. I don't know what it was to be honest with you, but I just I was. Is it because you're a celebrity and you live here? And no, I, I'm a nobody. <laughs> no matter where I go, I'm a nobody. Um, but uh, you know, it was just you know, it was anxious. It was anxiety. Um, you know, and when it came down to me and Brett, it probably got worse. Going, how in the hell am I going to beat this guy? But um, but then you shut off for it, and it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just about, just about. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I still get. I mean, I still get the. I still get excited. I still get the the butterflies. You know, like Nick said. I mean, when you don't get that, I think it's probably time to step away because it doesn't. You know. But I mean, I'm like it's. I, I. I get the same feeling when I watch my sons play football. Like I get that. There, it's more of a. Um, it, it's anxiety, but it's. You know, watching them perform and hoping they do well. So it's. I kind of get the same feeling at, at both events, but. Um, you know, when it's like like Nick said, when I if I don't get that anymore, um, you know, it's 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 going to be time. This has been great. Um, the live chat, we've been throwing some of these questions that we're asking Nick and, and talking with you about uh, out there. TJ McCulloch, he's got the show, the October thirtieth and thirty first down in uh, down in Maryland. The mm-hmm. um, Undertaker. He always writes his rules on a white word pad in Arial Black and. Then prints out gray he just gets a new ink cartridge so there's no, <laughs> gets rid of the gray areas that way <laughs> that's so got, awesome i got a kick out of that christy germain is, is beginning to um launch a crash course focused grassroots movement to storm the border and free the canadians nice in the live chat um, um kevin mcgonigal said that some tempers flared at Publicon, and you said there was some stuff going on at burlington last weekend so kind of kind of watching that Jeff Schumann, by the way, Schumann. We, we had a uh, Tony uh, uh, Brellinger moment. It's Schumann. Well, how old are you pronounce I've been it? saying showman forever. Oh, it's, it's Schumann. So so if anybody's mispronouncing it, take the time and learn the gentleman. John Mavis and uh, Sam I, I know, right? <laughs> it's uh, beginning to have a bit of a, of a recurring nightmare there. Um, Frankie Guy, he hadn't drove in 10 years and his stomach was in knots. Uh, TJ said he hasn't been nervous since 2001, but when it was, it was his first time at Mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, and Devin Germain, he says he gets absolute butterflies before any shows, and then the adrenaline gets pumping, and, and it's not a big deal. You know what they call yeah, butterflies after you in make, Canada? Well, after you make the first hit, you're pretty well good to go. It's just pulling out there is what gets me every time. Yeah, yep. that, yeah, get that first hit in, and then it's it's on. Yeah. What, what really used to get me is when I have a standard shift, you know, when I used to run the, the rear-wheel drives a lot, the compacts, and then you'd get nervous, and, you know, definitely when you get in the heat of battle, your legs start shaking, trying to push your clutch in. <laughs> starts what you know shaking you're like come on start this thing so i gotta hold this clutch down no more uh-huh. yeah you know uh-huh. thinking about it though i was less i had less anxiety and less pressure at coos than i did that i do that i felt anywhere because it was it was you know t- today i would say coos is the biggest show i've ran uh, most cars you know competition from all over i maybe it's you know if i went out there and got run over by you know, uh, Klinger or, you know, Rick Clark or somebody like that, it wasn't a big deal. So, I don't know. It's weird, huh. it's weird how Yeah, if you got me. run over, you were supposed to. Yeah, I was right? supposed so to. Right, so there's, there's no real strings attached to that. Yeah. Tim Miner down in Texas watches all the time. He was just watching Kings of Old School the other day and was sending me messages and asking questions about stuff. It was it was, it was was really cool to yeah. have that. <laughs> you know, you know it was, it was funny. I, I all actually, 17 hours. I, <laughs> I watched most of Kings Old School the other day, and uh, it was funny. I'll never forget. After we went out in the heat, and uh, you know, I was, I was just, I was having fun. It was a blast. You know, I was, I was really enjoying myself. And I'll never forget. After the heat, Joker sends me a message, and he said, "Why were you trying to kill them two boys in them red cars?" And I'm like. <laughs> What are you talking about? He's like, you were driving to kill them boys. And I'm like, no. And then watch that heat. I, there was two Monte Carlos from somewhere up north. And it just seemed like every time I looked, they were in front of me. So they got hit a lot. But um, a lot of good memories with that show. I uh, I look forward to, to running a big show again someday. You know, I, I talked with uh, Steve about the possibility of going to uh, Keystone. But like I said, with football season this year, it's it's going to be tough to go to Keystone. I could go to Keystone. You got to play it a long way. You can come to Keystone, Brian. I'd love to come to Keystone. That would be a blast. The guys are going to be there. Three hits, and I could just watch the feature there. I could watch the rest of the show. I'd be good. (laughs) (laughs) Scott Kiefer brought up a great point, and and I've seen Scott be very surgical with the car. He's he's an underrated driver. I, I feel I've always enjoyed watching him run. He said that the nerves were always in the preparation. Once you got in the track, it was a job. It was going to work. This is what you were here to do. Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting way of looking at it. I, I thought that was... Brett always told me that. Brett said, you go out on a feature, you're going to work. He said, you're here to get paid. He said, it doesn't matter what the what the fans say. It doesn't matter what the officials say. You are there to do a job and make the money. Yeah. And it's worked well for I'm Brett. There. He hasn't had a bad career to this point. I, I spent my last dime going to a derby thinking that I'm going to leave with, you know, $2,000. And I did it, and I... You know, and I've cost myself from it because every time I go to the Derby, and that I've been booed off tracks, and I've been cheered, and I've been booed, I've been booed more than I've been cheered. But um, I'm there to do a job, and that's that's to win and and make money and go home and, and build another car. And yep. I think that's what I think that's what makes me the most nervous because the the pressure I put on myself, and it doesn't help that I I run with my two little nephews a lot, and then now my buddy John's back in, and he's leading those points. But you know. I think they've ran, they're 21 years old, and they've been derby since they were 17. I think they've lost three times, maybe, you know? It's it's our nerves. It's it's something that we just, you know, we want to be winning and be the best that we can be at everything. And it's just, 
I don't know, one of those things that I think it just makes me nervous that I want to be the best. Is it better to get booed as a driver or as an inspector? <laughs> driver. You don't want to get booed as an inspector. That means you did a crappy job. <laughs> well, but you know what? That's the thing is I almost think that an inspector that does his job right isn't going to be popular. Right. Yeah, what did you tell I'm me? not very popular in the inspector world. I've been cussed out. I've been yelled at. I've been told that I, you know, I'm too hard. I mean, I've, I've even been told to let up some before, and I said, I'm not letting up. It's, everyone is cutting the same. And, you know, it's, I, I, I inspect, you know, now my main one is Iron City, and then, you know, I, I'm, I work with Toast, too, but I've inspected a lot of cars, you know, all over. I've, Vegas, Utah, you know, then Toast, you know, it's, I, I look at the same way at every job. It's everyone's cutting to the same. Everyone's, I, at least, the, at least I try to make everyone the same when they pull out on that track. Absolutely. If, if I get in trouble for that, if people don't like me for that, then, then so be it. Yeah. Christy. Christy King just said, what's this winning thing you keep speaking of? You're supposed to be there to ruin someone's day, not make money. <laughs> I've done that a um, You were, I don't remember if we were, we were on the air or if we were out in the parking lot when you shared that Troy Tag wisdom. Oh. And I, um, I forgot that until you said it again, and, and I love it. it and that's, that completely puts into perspective what a tech guy has to be. Oh. Uh, a few years ago, we were at Blizzard Bash, and Troy and his family were there. And Troy is a worldly man. He's been through a lot. Um, worldly man. Uh, very, very intelligent. Um, they were having some issues in the tech line. And I think it was one of those years where they were, it was taking hours to get cars done. And Troy and I were standing there talking, and uh, he said, you know, he said, all these inspectors got to do is say yes you found a gray area, but you have given yourself an unfair advantage. Therefore, I cannot let you run it. You know, you're going to have to change it. And that's that's the way it is. I mean, you can't, you know, you, you did, but it, you have an unfair advantage. And, you know, it, it isn't fair to the rest of the drivers. So, you know, you, you have to change it. And that's, you know, that's that's the way it is. I mean, I would rather have a, you know, I would rather have a, a, a level playing field. I mean, you know, it's if I get beat because, you know, I can't drive, then that's fine. But if I get beat because somebody's got plates and bolts and screws and everything else, then that's just, you know, that's that's not fair. So I'm okay with hard inspections. I mean, I my stuff is generally underbuilt anyway, so, you know, I, I, I like the hard inspections. Right. So Russell Argo just had a great, great compliment, and um, I think this goes kind of in the same vein as what you were just saying. I can say Nick is a very fair inspector. I'm usually way underbuilt, and if he made a built car cut something that I have, then I have to cut it too. Mm-hmm. And that's right. And we, we got into that philosophical discussion about things along these lines when we were talking about built to the letter of the rule or built so that everybody's fair. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the higher you go from the county fair to the regional to the, to the national stuff, it's, it's typically built to the way the rules are written. But that's also because the rules are written by professionals who know how to word things to make sure some things don't happen. Yes. Versus 
Yes. At the county fair level, a lot of times you just see, okay, you cut this, but you don't cut this, but you didn't have this, so so all the cars are fair when they get to the track. And yeah. and that opens the door for the appearance of impropriety, which never works in Demolition Derby. Ever, 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 ever. Never, ever works. I think the best I think the best thing I've ever put in a set of rules was for the youth class for um, River City Rampage for Tosa's show, because it's, it's basically a street stock build, and they can have a four-point cage, but it's everything else is stock. And I put it at the very bottom. If you have to call, the answer is probably a no. Actually, it is a no. Do not call. It is a no. And I've literally had no calls. That's, right? That's the best. Like it's, it, it's, you know what I mean? It's right there in the rules. Like, this is what you can do, and this is what you can't do. There is no gray area. There is no it, – it's bone stock. You know, you can have a four-point cage, and it says on there exactly how you can weld it in. And I put it on the bottom, and I've had guys call. I, I've had a few guys call, and they're like, but they're not calling to ask questions. They're just calling to make sure that they're doing it the correct way. Sure. You know, I, yeah, the, so I was like, that's. I like I like what Toast has put into his inspection, and what Toby actually told us in, at Bash is that you know, there's certain things to where you know you get like five small things, and anything more than that that you know is wrong that you did to your car, you get loaded. Like I think that's yeah. you know, like because guys will come up with you know, it'll say. Five five wheel well bolts and guys come up with ten or eight or like it says five. Why would you do that? You know, it says a hole in your trunk lid and there's no hole in your trunk lid. Like the little stuff. I mean, you know, some stuff. Yes, there's going to be discussions and there's going to be trying this, especially at the national level. But I like the okay. You know, you know this is wrong and you did it. You know, you get five of those or you get two of those and then you go home. Like it's. I think that's completely fair. Toast has got that down pretty good, that five infractions, because we can go through 100 cars, you know, in a, in a good amount of time because of that rule. You know, there's and, – and, and what gets people is they have to call Toast and ask, but is, if there's a weld on a – if the weld's on the passenger side of the frame and it's wrong and you did it on the driver's side also, that's two. That doesn't count as one. Yeah. That's two infractions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys thought that would be one because it was the same well, just on different, you know, ones on the driver's side, ones on the passenger side. Said no, that's two. That's not, yep. uh, you know, one one because it's the same well, just on different sides. Yep, and, and that's cut. That's cut a lot of stuff down at his shows where it's um, it's a pretty good inspection to where we can we can do a hundred cars in a good amount of time. For sure. Yeah, you got to do that at those bigger shows. I mean, it's. You know, you you, you got to be tough. You, you know, guys will get yeah, the message. Yeah, because what kills me at those big shows, when, you, when you're looking at a car, if you're looking at a car for over 30 minutes, you know, 45 minutes, that car probably shouldn't be running your show anyway. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> you know, and, and I've said that a number of times. I said, if you've got to spend that long on a, on a car, they probably shouldn't be running because either they're overbuilt or they just blankly just, just encourage your rules and said they're going to do whatever they want to do and they can fix it when they get there. Yep. And I've and I've I've always said if you're taking that long, like even when we was out in Utah before, we was taking a lot of time on a car. I said, guys, we should not be taking this long on this car. Either we're going to tell him what he needs to cut, or you know, load him. It's, we should not be, you know, trying to figure out how we can get this kind of run when he's way overbuilt. Yeah, right on. But I mean, you know, to be fair, I mean that's. That that's kind of the Ohio mod, mod, or motto is, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're going to build it the way we want. We're going to we'll, we'll cut what they catch when we get to the derby. I mean, you got to admit it, Nick. That's kind of how a lot of guys build. I know, and and anymore when you're getting a hundred cars at a show, sometimes I think you just got to crack the whip and say that's not going to happen no more. And I think if, if the motors are doing that work, I think guys would be less less anxious to do it. And I think that's what helps those out is the 
the five infraction rules has really has really helped him with the um, making the um, the inspection line go faster. Sounds like Nick's nephew just, softball game tonight. My nephew just hit my nephew just hit an end of park home run while I'm watching. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the little one that was on my Facebook, I was adding water to my radiator at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's <Nice>. awesome. <laughs> uh, Frankie, guys, if you're willing to weld it on, be willing to cut it off. Exactly. <laughs> well, Nick is, you're going to be able to see Nick in the inspection line doing doing his best at the Keystone Nationals. We're learning some promotions here coming up soon. We told you a little bit about that. He's going to be in action here in the coming days. There's a number of smash shows happening in Ohio and a number of events that are going to be happening on the um, Five two seven Unified Point Series schedule as well, so you're going to be able to see them there. Nick, man, uh, congratulations on the week. Uh, it's been a pretty eventful eight days or so. Um, hopefully that momentum yeah. keeps going, and and uh, I wish you the best of luck getting registered tonight. There's only 40 spots. Make sure you get one. Yeah, 8 o'clock, right? Eight I'll be there, and um, I'll get signed up and have everything ready, and I think I've got a few, uh, few local guys I think is going to sign up for that, too. We're pretty excited about it. Awesome. Is this a team show or I run around by myself? No, it's not a team show. Sweet. No, it's not a team no, show. No, Brian, you get, we'll make it a team show before we go out there. We'll link up and <laughs> run together. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be a rookie on this. I'm, I'm hoping to get some uh, a run or two in before I get there because I've never done any of this. But hey, know, I'm, I, I'm new to it, too. Half the time, I don't even know if I'm going forward or reverse or what car is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not that bad. But, uh, hopefully, I get a run or two in before. If not, you know, I'm just going to, I don't know, I'll have fun doing it. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for having me on, guys, and um, hopefully I can talk to you guys before Keystone. Well, we sure will. We'll catch up with you before that. All right. Thank you, guys. Have Enjoy the game. One. We'll see you later. Right, bye. Bye. So Nick King checking in, letting us know how things went. Uh, it was a good week. You can't argue that. Yeah, it's not a bad week. Uh, there was interference on Scott Kiefer's end. I'm not sure what's going on. What what exactly interference means? It might have been the wind noise in the, yeah. in the headset yeah, from what we had there. So uh, let's get you all squared away here on some of the other stuff that we got to talk about. Unified Point Series, we talked about it. John Shipley, we alluded to him a couple times. He is the current points leader right now. A lot of crazy stuff happening in and around that this weekend. Congratulations out to John Shipley, Madison Township, Ohio. He is the standalone leader. Um, three big wins so far this year. Mayhem, Preble County, and Connersville, Indiana. Andy Burroughs and Michael Kelly went into the weekend in a two-way tie for first and a log jam over there at second. But as we expected, the more events we get in, it starts to sort itself out. Um, additional shows that are coming up for the Unified Point Series, Destruction Motorsports, Marion County Fair in Indianapolis, Indiana on the 17th. On the 18th, it's Getting Junks, Jay County Fair in Portland, Indiana. July the 25th is Destruction on the Knob in Markleysburg, Pennsylvania. That's hosted by Hardcore Derby Promotions. July the 30th is Triple D's, Knox County Fair in Mount Vernon, Ohio. July 31st, Ruts Fabrications, King of Butler County. That's in Hamilton, Ohio. And then July 31st and August 1st is Urban Destruction. Getting that one back on the schedule, hosted by Wicked Derbies in Evansville, Indiana. Stay up to date online, uh, www.527unifiedseries.com. We talked a little bit about Smash It's schedule. Hopefully there it is. July 11th, Stark County Fair in Canton, Ohio. Leaf Class Smash It Compacts, Mini Trucks, Stock Wire Class, and the Power Wheels. Then we move on to the Fat County Fair in Washington Courthouse, Ohio. 7 o'clock start. Street Stock, Compact Street Stock, Smash It Compacts, Pro Stocks, Power Wheels. 
and then they get a little bit of a break here until August the 1st. They go back to Purple County and Eaton, Ohio, Pro Stock, Street Stocks, Compact Street Stocks, Minivans, Trucks, SUVs. Those are built to the Street Stock rules. So that's going to be a fun class to watch right there. Power Wheels. And then August the 4th, uh, Green County Fair in Xenia, Ohio, Pro Stocks, Street Stocks, Compact Street Stocks, Smash It Compacts, and Power Wheels. The end of the year is going to be the one that everybody looks forward to. This is the... Uh, one of the crown jewels of Demolition Derby on the Smash schedule. Blizzard Bash 2020 at the Stormont Vale Event Center in Topeka, Kansas. November the 11th is the Heat Draws. November 12th, National and Qualifying Team Bracket Opening Rounds. November the 13th is the National and Qualifying Team Round Number 2. I almost think that's going to be Friday the 13th. Yes. Ooh, all sorts of ominous doom and gloom there for the superstitious ones. November the 14th, compact and limited weld team heats, and then all the Team B features that night with the trucks, the limited weld one and dones on the schedule there, and then Championship Sunday comes around. All the Team A mains on November the 15th, www.blizzardbash.com for additional details. And so I'm excited about this. Jeffy's Fab Farm has joined up some of the stuff that's going on with the crash course. We're going to be talking about him periodically here through the course of uh, – through the balance of 2020, actually. So Jeffy's Fab Farm recognizes an industry leader in all manner of fabrication needs. Jeffy's Fab Farm is a national go-to for a number of demolition derby parts. And I was on the website today. Holy cow. You can go there. There's even full cars for sale. You can buy everything you need online and have it all just shipped right to your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffy's Fab Farm, they specialize in the LS conversion components, but they earned tons of uh, recognition in demolition derby with the various header offerings because, I mean, if there's a if there's got an exhaust flange, he's got a header, header for it. it. <laughs> Jeffy's Fab Farm, Fab Farm just released a solid four cylinder Camry engine mount, and also Hyundai Elantra 1.8 and 2.0 headers. The store offers bumper to bumper selection, including fuel and air parts, suspension and transmission items, steering components, pedal shifters, switches, gauges, weld in centers, everything. It is a one stop shop. If you need it, it's uh, it's at Jeffy's Fab Farm online, jeffysfabfarm.com. Check out the virtual store. Get on there and order now. Um, yeah. Jeffy's really a good cool. dude. Jeffy, Jeffy Schumann. Schumann. He's keeping score at home. Jeffy Schumann. I always thought Schumann was the way to pronounce it, but I guess you just said it wrong. Um, that was one of the real nice things about our trip to Florida is uh, Jeffy was down there as a driver and not a vendor and salesman and so we got to just remember we stood yeah. and sat and talked to them for probably half an hour 45 minutes just a good dude smart he's one of those guys that you know we, we've always uh, always been great fans and good friends of jeffy so very awesome that he's come on and uh, helped with the online demolition derby state fair not happening in new york yeah. wise move it's a good because thing. the demolition derby embargo would have blocked all the entrances yeah without a doubt <laughs> without a doubt um I don't know. I don't know. We've, uh, I don't know. We've talked about this every month or every week since it's happened. Um, we just keep hearing about how there's more cases, and, but there's also we're also at the lowest death rate we've had since it started. But that doesn't make the news. That's a frustrating thing for me. Um, I don't know. I, I pray that people in power aren't playing games, but it's it's starting to just annoy me. <laughs> but nothing I can do. Just going to sit here and talk about Demolition Derby. Well, we should probably do that. Uh, Spinning Wheels Productions releasing their um, their weekend schedule for Mini Meltdown, August 29th and 30th. I don't know if you saw this yet or not. Yeah, I did. Uh, Power Wheels going to be event number one on Saturday, August the 29th. Registration and inspection opens at 6 a.m. Inspection closes at 11 a.m. No exceptions, period. It closes. If you're in line, too bad. 
So make sure you get there early enough to get through. Uh, action starts at noon. Uh, they're going to have a best of show um, presentation, you know, best appearing car like they usually do. Meltdown Heat 1, Meltdown Heat 2, Bone Stock V8, Meltdown Heat 3, Heat 4, then the Economy V8, the, the last two Meltdown Class Heats on track, then the Compact Trucks and Minivans are Event 10. Meltdown Heat 7 as needed uh, is Heat 11, and then the Extreme V8 Class. I was hoping that Sunday for uh for the first day it's a good way to end it i mean it's a it's a it's a good way to end the 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 first leg of the program sunday action starts at noon as well so long as the day before has ended <laughs> <laughs> those guys are going to push the pace it'll be fine power wheels are going to kick things off then con sees one two and three depending on what heat you're in one through three is con see one four through six six through eight uh, so on farm trucks, mm-hmm. the compact truck and minivan heat, economy V8s again, uh, stock V8s, full-size trucks, and then the meltdown features event number 10 on Sunday, August the 30th. So there's the schedule for spinning wheels, mini meltdown. So that was, uh, that was some good, um, good news to find today. Um, did you see the picture of Kylie Gully's PT Cruiser? I did. I did. That and you know pretty, what? I, awesome. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little bit of a jerk. There's way too many butterflies on that. Yes. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's that's sad. Real sad. Um, she, uh, for those of you that don't know, Kylie is uh, one of Mart, Martin Gully's sisters. Um, she likes to demo PT Cruisers, and she did a, a pretty cool paint job of Smurfs. And um, It does look awesome. Yeah. And there's also butterflies, purple butterflies, and every butterfly um, rec- or represents a child who has lost his or her battle with San Filippo. So... Like Chris says, way too many. Um, you know, it's it's we've been doing a good job as a Derby community, helping to to, to try to help this out. So hopefully we can continue. Um, I got to see Mart over the weekend. Um, I went, like I said, I went and picked up a Mar- uh, bumper, and um, <laughs> it's funny whenever we're or around the gullies. Um, Barton looks at my son and, and gets a smile. I just keep telling my son it's because he's goofy looking. So. I feel pretty lucky. I got to see some uh, some Martin smiles this Friday night, so that was pretty cool. And so, wish we could do more. Absolutely, I uh, I agree with that. Did we did we hit every, on everything from? Oh, I got messages coming in, and I navigated away from the page that I needed. Did I cover everything from Mark Elliott stuff? Uh, yes, you ran John through Shipley, Nick King, Red Tussey, Jeremy Riley. Points. Burles and Wingrove coming up with fifth. Red Tussey and Jeremy Riley had out of state wins in Ohio. For Smash It, Matt Wingrove and John Shipley drove for Rouse Promotions in Indiana. We went over the dates. Um, oh, I did miss something. The Flex Fit Snapback Unified Point Series hats are now available on derbytees.com. <laughs> I did miss that. And we went over the schedule, so there's that stuff taken care of. The Tim Tiger Memorial, their registration is going to open August 1st, and they have piles of cars there. Uh, Jason Cope going to be overseeing that one. Again, and he's also taking over the uh, Southern Nationals. Yep. So he's going to be overseeing that derby down there. And, uh, yeah, covered pretty much everything, and we did it with about six minutes to spare. Or two. (laughs) That clock's fast. Oh, all right. That clock's fast. Yeah, good show. I started started trying to pair that up to figure out which clock I was supposed to follow, and we ended up going. That's one I've always gone off. That's the clock of San Dimas. That's supposed to be the right one. That's the one we're supposed to go by. But when the one on the – the one that's synced to the Internet – was a few minutes behind. That was the one that I ended up going with. So gotcha. Uh, we got we got five minutes. I'll split the difference. We'll make it five. Two and a half. <laughs> um, so the crash course nationals. We talked about that a little bit last week. Um, there's a big team derby coming up Wednesday, and uh, 
some team action happening with Nate Metzger and Cog Live. American Beans has some, some derbies happening. Our registration for the Crash Course Nationals, 40 car, super stock, 12 car shocker, 12 car weld heat, opens up tonight. We're using Event Sprout, Candace Joe from uh, Blizzard Bash has coached me through Event Sprout. And then Event Sprout has offered some some support too to make sure that it works just about like the Blizzard Bash stuff does. Cool. So I'm trying to make sure that it's as flawless as possible. I don't want any trouble. You know, last no, thing we want is, is trouble and headache, yeah. and, and Demolition Derby can present that. On occasion. <laughs> on, on occasion, occasion yeah. it can. Um, full throttle promotions in, uh, in Minnesota, Brandon Thomas. He signed on as a title sponsor for the Shocker Heat. He's a big cool. Mopar guy, so that was really cool. And then uh, Jeffy's Fab Farm has been part of the RDP Demolition Derbies in the past. Found out about the RDP versus the World Team Heat, where there's there's five realistic derby drivers, uh, realistic derby project drivers. We'll take on five drivers picked at random, and it's basically like pros versus Joes. He got wind of that, and so he signed up. So cool. Jeffy's Fab Farm signed on as a as a partner there. I, Tried to get a hold of Brett and, and finalize things with Kings of Old School. There's some conversations happening there. There's some other phone calls. The the outpouring of support and the interest and everything. I can't say thanks enough. Uh, it's it's outstanding and and it's really been exciting to work close with the the RDP guys. Cool. And have some conversations and some back and forth there. It's um, it just blows my mind. And that's this is what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be fun and and again we're having this but basically just to say hey we've we've been around for seven years and we get to do something in in the midst of of where we are Mm -hmm. in new york um boy it's been it's been really interesting to to walk through and and we got some support from the people that have been with us for a long time and 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 making that happen and there's there's people that are coming out of the woodwork asking for more information about it so hopefully uh i had a guy in vancouver british columbia tell me that the show's going to fill in an hour tonight I would love for him to be right. Definitely. <laughs> that would be cool, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at with that. Big thanks to Jeffy's Fab Farm, Smash It, Demolition Derby, Iron City Promotions, um, Brandon Thomas, and, and Full Throttle Promotions, and all the drivers that are helping make that thing as, as special as we wanted it to be. It's cool. Been, it's been outstanding. This was a good show. Absolutely. Other than the fact that, you know, the light bulbs are melting in the sockets in here. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It's starting to... Remember that one time when the, the um, piano started going off by itself? Yeah. There was no piano. Yeah. But it was going off. It was. It was. Weird how that happens sometimes. It was. All right. Well, have we covered all of our bases, do you think? I believe so. I was just trying to think if there was anything. Oh, uh, Christy Germain has had a week from hell. Lost your dad, um, lost two chickens. I think a washing machine went bad. Something else happened. So obviously thoughts and prayers and everything with Christy. I think I called her Christy King a bunch of times on the show tonight. No, Christy Jermaine. Did I? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I meant to. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have had, you know, 12 undocumented con- concussions. It could happen. It's, uh, oh, no, Wall Street were documented. <laughs> Doctors do about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Somebody was asking me, like, why don't why don't you, you know, don't you have any drive at all to get into the Demolition Derby car? And I said, between the damage that I did to my lower spine and and the number of concussions that I had, I don't think that it's really that good of an idea to to make that a regular thing. But you know, one thing that we we we've all we've talked about the one time you were in a Demolition Derby, the fact yes. that you did end up in the ER. Yes. But we didn't look at the positive. You weren't there for a head injury. No. See, you got to no. look at the positive side. Now, now. Let's 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 visit this for a moment. When that seat rocked forward and took off forward, 
and my legs flew up and hit the dash, and the seat belt went went taut out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After I put my eyeballs back in the sockets, this part of my head in that helmet hit that A pillar. Really? And the ringing in my ears is what made me realize this was a poor choice. <laughs> But I didn't realize that it was truly an awful, awful decision. You know, poor choice, you can still get away with a poor choice. Yeah. A bad decision, you're committed to. And when that chair went forward again, and, and my shin bone left my body, <laughs> that's when I realized that it, it was just a catastrophic error in judgment. What does your shin bone look like? Uh, gross. It was white. Really white. Like it, was, it was this... It's a shade of white that I can't describe. I've never yeah. really seen that white before. And I've seen to I've seen finger bones, but I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever seen a shin bone. Just fingers, knuckles. <laughs> when I saw that, I I immediately just I don't know where I went. So I don't know if it was the concussion, <laughs> if it was still residual dizziness, <laughs> or if it was the. The, I, I don't have that great of a stomach. I, I, I have to. I, I still get the, the the kitty juice box after I get blood drawn. Mm-hmm. At the, at the doctors. I don't do well with it at all. Um, but I showed mm. men, true men, demolition derby, adults, grown men, tough guys, and and Andy Vona turned the same color as that bone when I showed him, which told me that it was way worse than I was blowing off. <laughs> what did did you show it to Jeremy? I don't. I don't think I ever saw Jeremy to show him. I, I, I put the pictures of the stitches on. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I, the the truck showed up on a, on a memory not too long ago. Really? I, yeah. I, I posted the. Do you think there's still pieces of your skin hanging? No, no, no. The the, the skin was actually embedded in the fibers of those jeans. Is, is what happened. Gotcha. I don't. It never split the jeans. The jeans never tore. It's a tough. The skin did. Yeah. Handily. Yes. Like it was nothing. Yes. Like it really it was isn't. Pulled, as if it was pulled tight over something exceptionally hard and then wrapped off something exceptionally hard. Yeah. <laughs> and that skin just wasn't as hard as the two hard things. <laughs> no. No. And I, I still got a big flat spot. Where all the all the soft tissue's gone, and they stitch. Yeah, they have some of those. You know, I, I think it was before you. I did that because I not I didn't get stitches. You were here. You were here when you had this big gash and, and this big patch, and uh, we were over at the other studio when you came in. Yeah, that was. I think that was Cuca um, Clash because I I put my dash bar in underneath this, the driving the steering wheel for some reason. And I did it there, and then I did it again at Waterloo. And how'd that go? Uh, I've never put a seat bar in low. Or did stack. you whack your shins both times? Yes. Yes. It hurt more the second time because I was already a boo-boo there. Right. If you get a boo-boo on top of boo, it hurts more. So. <laughs> yeah, layered. Yeah, layers. <laughs> layers are not good. No. No, but I went through and, and, and tried to recount most of the concussions, and I got up to 11 without, without really trying very hard, and, and just not really... Not really for me, but I will say, and this is, you can laugh and think that it's as dumb as you want. I get, I get nervous going out for the features in the video games. I believe because it. Because I, I mean, it's a competition and, and but the thing and is, is with people, you know, what, in all seriousness, um, most people probably don't know you were an above average track runner in school and you ran to win and you know, you had that drive. So, I mean, you know, I, I once had a, a great coach. 
who uh, is getting ready to go in the Hall of Fame, tell me that you know when you get done with a, a, a sports career, you have to find something to keep competing. And this, I mean, this is the first real competition you've had. I mean, other than making Crash Course the best program, <laughs> pay-per-view, um, and everything else you've been at the best at in the country for demolition derbies, unrivaled. Um, other than that, this is the first competition you've had. So, I mean, it's it's cool that you, you know. <laughs> Margie's, Margie Sager just said, uh, stick to Parsec. There's far less uh, brain damage. <laughs> Truth. I think I've only had three or four concussions. Yeah. But some people are just more like, you know, I have more rock in my head and you have more active brain tissues, so that's probably got a lot to do with it. Except for it's melting out of my ears right now. Yeah, we got to – let's put the fork in this one. Yep. We'll be back next week. I think we were 315 this week. I think 314 was last yeah. week. Uh, sure. I don't know. Uh, we double-digited um, final round on Thursday. Congratulations. Final round, it was uh, – no, no, not that kind of double, not that kind of double digit. We we'd been up into the seventies, but we did seventy six and now seventy six A, seventy seven got labeled seventy six. But I mean, we were off for three months. That kind yeah, of that's going to happen. It's it's fine. We'll have to, we we will, however, do it again sometime, and we'll be back next Monday to talk more demolition derby stuff. Good luck to everybody that's running this weekend. Get out and enjoy it. Uh, be smart. Be safe. Do your best. And uh, good luck to everybody trying to register tonight. Thanks a lot for the support. We will see everybody again next time here on the Crash Course. We'll see you next time. The Crash Course Live is presented by Smashing Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah, online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.